Welcome back to the Teen Challenger Southern California podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about a 24-7 prayer and help referral line that Teen Challenger Southern California just launched. No matter what your need is, if you're anxious or worried or stressed, you can call anytime, any day, and a Teen Challenge staff member is there to pray with you. The number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that number is 888-520-0620. We're so glad that you've chosen our podcast today. We know that there's thousands of podcasts that you could be listening to, and you've chosen to listen to ours, and we thank you for that. Up next in this series are the brand new sessions, fresh off the press from our very first Spiritual Emphasis Online. Normally, this is an event that Teen Challenger Southern California hosts yearly at our headquarters in Riverside, where all of our staff and students gather under a tent for three or four days of powerful worship and teaching. But because of what's going on in our world right now, we decided to take the event online and make it a completely virtual event. And what a week it was. We invited the Teen Challenge Centers from around the globe to participate with us. And it was just such a spirit-filled, powerful, life-changing week. We had messages from Don Wilkerson, Jim Cimbala, Nikki Cruz, Gary Wilkerson, and many, many more. Lives were changed forever. Today, you're gonna hear a great message from Teen Challenge alumni, Pastor Alex Delgado from Cornerstone Church in Fresno, California. One last thing, if you're blessed by these podcasts, don't be shy to tell your friends and family about them. We encourage you to do so. As you listen to these sessions, our prayer is that you would sense God's presence, that you would hear his voice. And most of all, we hope that you're encouraged in the Lord today through these podcasts. Remember to subscribe today to our podcast if you haven't already done it. Be encouraged today. Teen Challenge, welcome. I am so excited to be here with you. What an honor to be here at the first ever Spiritual Emphasis Viral. Today is Alumni Day. I am an alumni. My wife is an alumni. My family is alumni, both brother-in-laws. So it's an honor to be here. Pastor Mike Conway, thank you so much for the privilege of being able to share. Pastor Ron Brown, Executive Director of Teen Challenge, thank you from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my family's heart. Teen Challenge was and always will be the vehicle that God used to bring my family home, so we are forever grateful. What a crazy, crazy time we live in. We are running at speeds that we have never ran before in America, and everything has been stopped. We are literally at a pivotal moment as the church, a pivotal moment where when you turn right now to the right or to the left, it is important which way you lean. I mean, think of how fast our life was. Come on, San Diego Teen Challenge, Compton, Ventura, Bakersfield, Shafter, Fresno, TCMI. Think of how fast you were running. Castle, think of how fast you were running before God stopped you dead in your tracks to get you here. Well, God's just done that to the whole world. <laughs> so I'm here to tell you, rather you're in Teen Challenge, everybody's in Teen Challenge right now. Ain't nobody, I know in Teen Challenge, a lot of times we're like, man, I got to get back to work. Well, I'm here to report to you, there's no work. <laughs> Everything has been stopped. See, God will do that to get your attention. And the theme this year, Lord of all, one of our verses that we've been looking at in Acts is Peter. 
who the Lord stopped him dead in a vision. And I'm going to pick up where this verse is in Acts 10, verse 34. It says, Then Peter replied, I see very clearly that God shows no favoritism in every nation. He accepts those who fear him and do what is right. This is the message of good news for the people of Israel, that there is peace with God through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. Man, I wonder how fast Peter was running before God had to stop him in his tracks. You know, Peter, he's a lot like maybe one of your apprentices. I don't know if you have an apprentice. I remember being in San Diego, coming up to me saying, hey brother, did you put a razor on that? He was checking me. He was stopping me in the morning to see if I had done what the Lord had asked me to do because I checked into the program at Teen Challenge. It didn't check into me. Well, God stops Peter dead in his tracks and gives him a vision that the message of hope is not just for the Jewish, but it's for the Gentiles, and it's for all who will believe. Aren't you excited that the gospel is for me? It's for you. It's for all. It's not for the one who does a checkoff list or the one that does a bunch of do's and don'ts. It's for all. And Peter had to be stopped. See, Peter's a lot like me. <laughs> Peter runs his mouth and repents later. Peter was the one who the Lord rebuked and said, get behind me, Satan. He would pop off. He cut the guy's ear off when Jesus, Jesus got to put it back together. And then when they're washing the feet right before that, Peter goes, Lord, you can't wash my feet, never. And then from there, all of a sudden, he's like, well, I can't bless you if I don't wash your feet. And Peter's like, then the whole body. See, but Peter had to have the revelation that God is God of all. So my prayer today is that you would have the revelation that God is God of everything, Lord of all. It's easy for us to think, oh yeah, he's Lord of the universe, but is he Lord of your universe? Is he Lord of your family? Is he Lord of your children? Is he Lord of your baby mama? Is he Lord of your baby daddy? Whatever you're holding on to, my prayer today is that when you leave this room, you would leave with Jesus as Lord of everything. So I wanna pray for you as we're gonna dive into some scriptures and I believe God is gonna to move today. Lord Jesus, I thank you for the honor, for the privilege that you would call me here today to speak to the most radical group of world changers on the other side of this camera, God, that are radical enough to take this message of hope and send it across the nation. So God, as people are tuning in from New York, from Indiana, from Miami, from all every continent, from Africa, from Brazil, God, I pray that they know that you are not just Lord of all, you are Lord of all of them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, what a journey we are on together. Whether you're in Teen Challenge, whether you're out of Teen Challenge, we're all in this journey together. And I want to share a story with you about the importance of your perspective. See, some of you may be in Teen Challenge right now and be saying, well, I'm only here for a few months to get clean. Yeah, I get it. I, I, came, I came for 90 days and I was out. But your perspective changes everything. I want to talk to you about a man named Ali Hafed. Ali Hafed was a Persian farmer back in the day who had everything. 
He had everything every man could want. He had a family. He had acres that he would farm. He longed for nothing. He never missed a meal. His family never missed a meal. They never went without. But all of a sudden, one day, Ali Hafed's pastor came to him. And he's walking with him. And he's telling him, hey, have you heard that there's diamonds, mines and mines and fields of diamonds in Africa? And Ali Hafed said, no. And he said that just one diamond, just one diamond could leave your family for generations to generations to generations. It's worth billions. It would put your family as royalty. And Ali Hafed that night, he went to bed a poor man. See, every night before then, he woke up. He worked his land. He understood that he was providing for his family. But that night, when he switched his perspective to what he did not have, he went to bed a poor man. And he woke up and he couldn't shake this feeling that he had, that he had to go and be more than what he was. Well, Ali Hafed would go to Africa and he would look for diamonds and he would come up short and he's traveling the continent looking for these diamonds. He ends up selling the farm, selling everything. He leaves his family and he's in this radical, violent pursuit to find something that will fulfill him. Any of you ever been in that radical pursuit, trying to find a pill, a drug, something that will fulfill, but nothing will. And this, this man, Ali Hafed, ends up in Spain depressed, sad. He's thrown away everything in pursuit of what will finally fulfill him. And one day staring at the ocean, he jumps in and he loses his life. He gives his life away and he dies. He killed himself in pursuit of what never could fulfill him. And about a year or two go by and somebody buys Ali Hafed's farm. And the same pastor comes to the house to bless him. This new man who's tilling the land and working the land, he keeps finding these boulders. He keeps finding these big rocks and he's throwing them all over the place and and they're big black rocks. And this one day he finds one, he's like, man, this one's kind of pretty. So he puts this black rock in his office. When the pastor comes into the office of the new farmer, he looks at the black rock and he says, where did you get that? And he goes, oh, I got acres of them on my land. They get in the way, but I thought this one was pretty, so I kept it. I keep throwing them away because they're worthless. And the pastor tells him, you don't understand what that is. That's a diamond. That's a diamond that hasn't been pressurized yet. That's the outer shell of a diamond. The inner core of that is a 100% pure diamond. That is worth more money than you can imagine. And the guy had acres of them. The moral of the story that Ali Hafed had everything that he needed, but he was willing to get rid of it all in pursuit of what he thought. You see, I'm here to tell you today, Teen Challenge, whether you're in San Diego Induction or you're at TCMI or you're in Ventura or Compton or you're in New York or at the castle, wherever you are, everything you have and need is in this book. And God is releasing diamonds into you right now that may look like black rocks and you may not understand what he's doing, but you have everything that you need right in front of you and right in this book. When you make the Lord Lord of all, There is nothing that you lack. But see, he didn't know this. 
And I'm here to tell you today that God gave me a diamond. I'm going to preach to you a sermon today. It's easy for you to come up here. You read the bio. Oh, he's a pastor. He was raised in the church. He was, he was born for us. I am one of you. Induction, listen up. The sermon I'm about to preach, God gave it to me in induction 10 years ago. And unfortunately, like Ali Hafed, I laughed a few times. I've done more restorations than I can count. So if you're a restoration student, I'm here to tell you God has diamonds for you today. And we're going to look at somebody in the Bible who had the wrong perspective today. So where is your perspective, Teen Challenge? Where are you today? Come on, Compton. Come on, Ventura, Bakersfield, Shafter, Reedley. We're right here in Fresno, Reedley. Where are you today? Will you give me a few minutes of your time today? Because I believe God is going to show you clearly just how Lord of all he wants to be in your life. So we're going to pick up in a story here with Leah. Leah is probably one of my favorite stories in the Bible. And God gave it to me an induction. So I'm going to preach this to you to give a little context. I don't have time. This is like an episode on E! or some type of news channel. It is a crazy story. We have Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob's on the run. And he shows up at his uncle's house. He just stole a birthright. And that's another sermon for another day. But here comes Jacob. And he shows up at his uncle's house. And we're going to pick up in Genesis 29, if you want to turn with me. Verse 16. Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah had weak eyes, but Rachel had a lovely figure and was beautiful. Now I don't claim to be a scholar, but when the Bible says Leah had weak eyes and Rachel was beautiful, I'm going to dare to say Leah wasn't as pretty. All right, the hermeneutical context, don't slander me, TCMI, is that she was a little elderly and more voluptuous. So for the sake of PC, we're just going to say she was less than. Jacob was in love with Rachel and said, I'll work for you for seven years in return to your younger daughter, Rachel. So I want to pause here and talk to you about Jacob for a second. Jacob should have been in the first graduating class of the castle. Let me tell you, Jacob got so drunk on his wedding night that he slept with the wrong girl. I don't know if you were in Teen Challenge and you got so drunk you woke up next to the wrong wife. But Jacob said, I'll work for you for Rachel. And then all of a sudden Laban's like, yeah, that's great, but we don't do that here. We don't give the first daughter as, as your giveaway. You got to work for me another seven years. So Jacob's like, yeah, I'll work another seven years for Rachel. So really, Jacob never wanted Leah. He got drunk, woke up next to her, and now he's with something that he doesn't even value. Maybe like a field, like Ali. He didn't value what he had, but he didn't know what he had. I don't know if you've ever felt like Leah. I have felt less than. I've been at Christmas time at home. Put the purses away. There he is. Put the purses away. Where's the gifts? He's going to go pawn something. I've been there, and I know what it's like to be the Leah of my family, to be the black sheep of my family. But let's just watch how good our God is and how good God turns this story around with Leah. So here we are in verse 30. Jacob made love to Rachel also, and his love for Rachel was greater than his love for Leah. And he worked for Laban another seven years. Of course he did. Verse 31. 
When the Lord saw that Leah was not loved, he enabled her to conceive, but Rachel remained childless. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She named him Reuben, for she says, it is because the Lord has seen my misery. Surely my husband will love me now. I just want to give a little context here into Hebrew culture. See, it ain't just like me and you having a baby now in days. Hebrew culture, if your womb was barren, you were fruitless. That was a curse when you actually had fruit. And if it was a boy, you were blessed. Everything was about lineage, the importance and lineage. That's why in the Gospels, begot, 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 begot. And you hear the family lineages because lineage was everything. So God literally looks down on Leah, unlovable, less than, weak on the eyes Leah, and says, that's the one I want to bless. See, but Leah misses it. How many times do you and I miss the blessing of God? When he is Lord of all, yet me and you miss it. Because look at her response. Surely my husband will love me now. I remember getting to Teen Challenge and thinking nonstop about everything that was out there. What are you in Teen Challenge for saying, surely I will get this back? I remember being in Teen Challenge saying, oh my gosh, I bet uh, she's at the club. She's cheating on me. And she was. Praise God she was at the club. If you're in Teen Challenge right now, you have it a little better than we did. There is no club open. There's nothing open. But God has isolated you and wants to talk to you and he's blessing you. Do you see it? Or are you complaining about everything that you don't have? Because Leah didn't even realize the blessing that God was giving her. Let's continue the story. Is God Lord of all or is God Lord of all you want? Ooh, come on, Pastor Alex. Is God Lord of all or is God Lord of all you want? I've been there with my checklist. God, 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 if you will just. Let's look at Leah's checklist. She conceived again. And when she gave birth to a son, she said, because the Lord heard that I'm not loved, poor me. He gave me this one too. So she named him Simeon because the Lord heard that I'm not loved. Where is her perspective? God is pouring out blessings. I'm here to tell you today that if you're in teen challenge, God has blessed you. God has exalted you. God has put you on a whole new level, a whole new trajectory that one day you're going to be preaching. There's pastors on the other side of this camera. There's prophets. There's evangelists. There's teachers. There's fivefold ministers that you think you walked into a rehab, but you're leaving a world changer for Jesus. And half of you don't even want it right now because you're thinking about something that you think will fulfill you. I get it. There's Leah. I did it. I'm not preaching at you. I'm preaching with you. See, hindsight is 2020. I get to look back and see everything that I did wrong through Teen Challenge as I preach this. Let's read again. <laughs> Here's Leah. Again, she conceived, and when she gave birth to a son, she said, now at least my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Now he will become attached to me. Where's your perspective? Is it on the biscuits and gravy that you hate on Sunday morning? Where is your perspective? I'll never forget being in line at Teen Challenge. It was one of those Peter moments where God was like, 
right to me. I remember being zealous for the Lord and saying, man, I wish I could have been an Israelite. How easy would it have been for them to serve God? Manna was dropping from heaven. And I heard a little whisper in my ear tell me, you're about to have steak and you haven't paid a dime. And I'll never forget it. My entire perspective changed. It's how quickly we are to think what we don't have and how easier it is instead of looking at what we did have. What if Ali Hafed would have looked at what he had? He would have saw a diamond, acres of them, that would have set his family for generations and generations and generations. What are you looking at today? Where is your perspective? Is God Lord of all? Or he's Lord of nothing? God's not a genie in a Bible. Have you trusted him with your children, parents? Have you trusted him with your baby daddy, with your baby mama? Have you trusted him with this coronavirus that we're gonna get through this? That this has actually been a blessing. We used to have spiritual emphasis with eight centers and 1,500 people. Now this recording is going global across the world and 1,300 centers. We are speaking the gospel and God is changing lives. Where is your perspective? Because in order to make him Lord of all, that's going to have to change. My prayer today is that when you see this next scripture from Leah, exactly that just happens. So let's keep reading. Verse 35. She conceived again. And when she gave birth to a son... She said, this time I will praise the Lord. Then she stopped having children. This time I'm going to make Lord, Lord of everything. This time I'm not going to worry about Jacob. This time I'm not going to worry about what I left out there. This time I'm not going to worry about relapsing. This time I'm not going to worry about going back to drugs, going back to that relationship. This time I'm going to make him Lord of everything, Lord of my life. This time I will praise the Lord and it unlocks locked everything. See, our verses are Acts 10, 36 and, he, and Hebrews 1, 1 through 4. Look at what verse 4 says about this. This shows that the Son is far greater than the angels, just as the name God gave him is greater than their names. I'm here to tell you, Teen Challenge, whether you're in San Diego, whether you're in Reedley, whether you're in TCMI, whether you're in Compton, whether you're in Ventura, I don't know what center you're at, but I'm here to tell you, Shafter, castle that the name that you call yourself is important what are you labeling yourself what are you labeling your past what are you labeling your problems what is the lord trying to deliver you from that you keep labeling it something else because we have to come to that moment like leah came to a moment where she wasn't going to be like ali hafet and die she was going to live and have life and life abundantly she began to praise god are you ready for the best part of this story are you ready for the best part of this story do you know the name of that son? Do you know what she named that son right before she said, this time everything changes, this time I'm gonna praise the Lord? Judah, Judah, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lineage of Jesus, the name above all names came down when she said no more. I'm gonna make him Lord of everything in my life. I'm done with my past, I'm done with my relationships, I'm pressing forward with what God has has for me 
spiritual emphasis 2020, what are you pressing forward? What have you not made Lord of all in your life? Because Leah got it. She might not have started well, just like me and you didn't start well. If you ended up in Teen Challenge, I'm sorry if nobody's told you, you haven't started well. But I praise God we serve a God that's about finishing things. He finished it all on the cross. He's going to finish it for you, and he finished it for me. But she got it. The saddest thing in life was Ali Hafed, and some of you will throw away the diamond for another fix for another relationship, for another meaningless satisfaction or pursuit that we think something is better. And I'm here to tell you there's nothing better than the Word of God in your life. And when you get a hold of it and you get that diamond, God gave me this word 10 years ago and it was a black rock. First time I preached was five minutes. Now I'm sitting here trying to figure out, can I get this done? Because God is working in me, and I have not arrived, and I will never arrive until the day that I see his face. And all I want to hear, and all you should want to hear, is well done, good and faithful servant. I'm not perfect, God, but like Leah, this time, this time, this time that God has stopped the universe to put you in a program in the biggest pandemic, in the safest place, pressure cooker, that the word of God is going to produce diamonds out of you. You have an opportunity right now to make Jesus Lord of all. Because if he's Lord of nothing, if he's not Lord of everything, he's not Lord of all. God's not looking for part-time Christians. He's not looking for genie in the bottle Christians. He's looking for a radical sold out believer and I believe that's you today I believe wherever you are New York Miami Indiana this is where it all started for me everywhere across Southern California Africa Brazil wherever you're tuning in from Romania we love you God's calling you today and if you want to make Jesus Lord of all I want to pray with you See, this is the most important decision you've ever made. Some of you are just like, man, what did I walk into? You walked into your destiny. You walked into your calling. You may have seen a field of black rocks, but God has seen royalty and precious jewels in you. So if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, if you want to make him Lord of all so that your destiny and your family's destiny can change, I want you to pray this prayer with me today. Just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I ask you to save me. I make you Lord of all. You are Lord and I am not. Father, help me to live for you and let me finish what you started. With the confession of my mouth, I confess you are Lord and I believe it in my heart. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. If you prayed that prayer today, I want you to go right to your staff member, right to your apprentice, right to your intern, and start your journey. For the rest of us who already know Jesus, is he Lord of all yet? Have you had the Leah moment that this time everything changes? Thank you, Teen Challenge 2020 Spiritual Emphasis. Thanks for choosing the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it today. It's easy. Go to wherever you get your podcasts, click on our icon, and hit subscribe. 
A new podcast filled with godly encouragement, spiritual instruction, and teaching comes out every week. God bless you today.